Welcome to the fourth edition of Wonder Space, which was originally released as a video orbit on September the 21st, 2020. Since then, we have been asking the same six questions to people from around the world. Our questions revolve around life and wonder, places of reset and stories of hopefulness, which I think we need more than ever. The setting for all of our interviews is a virtual window seat on the space station, from where we see everything from a different perspective. This week, our nighttime orbit takes us over Morocco and Italy, and joining us in this ultimate window seat, we welcome Nathan Atkinson, who was a former head teacher of a school in Leeds in the UK, before founding Rethink Food which is an amazing work positively impacting the well-being of thousands of lives through education and the growing and distribution of food. I start by asking Nathan, from this window seat 250 miles above Earth, which place, city or country would you want us to fly over and why? If we could fly past any part of the world, uh, for me, it would be um, a county, and I'd like that to be Yorkshire, because it's been home for, for most of my life, and a place that's provided work and opportunity for generations of my family, whether they moved there from a different part of the country, and they put down roots, and the various industries, historically, coal and rail, that have provided that opportunity. So I th- I see it as a, a place of beauty. So there's the dales, there's the coastlines, there's the cities. It's a place to play and as well as a place to work. And it feels like a place of strength, but equally at times it's been a place of vulnerability. As a county, I'd say it's supportive, but most definitely at times it's challenging. And I think that it's the word home and those connections and those values and safety and security and a, a place of inspiration and, and a place of belonging. So Yorkshire is the place I'd like us to, to fly over. Nathan, give us a glimpse into your life story so far with an emphasis on what you're doing currently. My life so far has most definitely been full and it's been full of, I would say, opportunity, but also at times challenge as well. As a younger person, followed a, a passion and a love for sports, but then um, transitioned more into teaching and um, that desire to help others be the best that they can be uh, is something that has, has always sort of driven what I do and my approach to the things that we do. So becoming a teacher really presented that opportunity to to work with children and always wanted to work with children um, in vulnerable situations from vulnerable communities to to really work to to enrich their outcomes. As I progressed through that profession, to be able to become a a head teacher was a goal and and one that I fulfilled. And being a head teacher for 10 years presented me with the opportunity to create some amazing experiences and life opportunities for children. Um, Equally, it provided some frightening insights to the reality lived by some of these children and as a head teacher of a a large inner city school seeing the number of children coming to school hungry each day um, was really alarming when we think about hunger 
generally people think about developing countries, but it's actually an issue right here on our doorstep in, in the UK. And so I vowed to remove hunger as a barrier to learning. But I didn't want to just keep this to myself. I felt really strongly that I wanted to to raise awareness. So decided to hold an awareness day across Leeds by which I would provide a breakfast for children in school using food that would have otherwise been thrown away. Three months after sending that email, with the help of volunteers and community groups, um, managed to provide 10,000 children with access to a breakfast using food that would have otherwise been thrown away. And this was the start of a story that has gone on to deliver hundreds of tons of food to children and their families. But for me, as an educator, I didn't just want to provide food. I wanted to work towards creating long-term sustainable behaviour change and in response to this, created a supporting education program that would go alongside the food. And we've worked to develop a scheme of work that places food at the heart of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals with the message that you can eat to save the planet. And as our work has continued and evolved, we've managed to add additional programs to our offer. And Rethink Food Futures is our most recent addition. And this introduces soil-free aeroponic growing systems into classrooms. Children start their journey uh, as a scientist, then become a farmer, then become a chef, but most importantly, a consumer. And we've worked with businesses to be able to help fund these for schools. And this work really helps people build a positive relationship with the food that they eat and they grow. And we want children and all people, in fact, to, to start to rethink food on every level. Where on earth is your place of reset or recharge? My place of reset, not actually a place, but it's a resource. Um, and it's a resource that connects many different places and many different points in time. And it's a resource as simple, but at times as scarce as water. And water for me helps to reset and having access to water, simply to wash your hands and your face can help you reset and equally to drink, to hydrate, to walk, to run, to sit in the rain, to swim or float in a pool or to be bashed about in the waves of the sea. Um, it's that water that for me provides that reset. What wonder of the natural world excites you the most? The wonder of the natural world, and this links to, to the work that I do now, is, is food that you can grow within your own setting, your own environment. The wonder of that food from taking a tomato out of your fridge or pantry or shelf, wherever you take it, and, and enjoying it and eating it, but maybe removing one of those seeds from that tomato just looking at it is pretty amazing, but then drying it out, germinating it, planting it, watching it grow again, and that wonder of that process and the connection and the relationship that you can build over time with, with something that's, that's amazing. And then from that tiny seed, the shoots, to see it grow, to see the, the flower, but then to understand the biology of the pollination and then to see the change in that flower to the fruit and the changing process, but also knowing that 
depending on how you're growing it, where you're growing it. If it's on your windowsill, it needs water, it needs looking after, it needs to be nurtured. But at the same time that you're giving to that plant and to that seed, it's giving you back so many things. So whether it's a tomato, whether it's a strawberry, whether it's something over a longer period of time, so an apple, all these different things just connect people in so many different ways and not just people but insects, um, life outdoors, nature, weather, seasons. It's just a, such an amazing and awe-inspiring wonder for me. Nathan, what is your story of hopefulness that's not your own about a person, business or non-profit who do amazing things for the world? My example that I'd look towards would be Patagonia. And just a great example of what I would deem community um, that happened to be a business at the same time, working away from that fast fashion to a more sustainable, make, do, amend, be able to think about recycling and something that's going to last a, a long, long time. And then taking that principle of those investments within people, within their product, to then taxing themselves as they describe their one percent um for the planet that self-imposed earth tax that they champion to to defend the air land and water across the globe so something that started off to make a difference and add value to somebody's hobby and a pastime that's enriching individuals lives has grown and scaled and become a force for good. Finally, as we prepare to re-enter, what insight, wisdom or question would you like to share with us? So as we're re-entering, I think it's time to realise that we are global citizens and have a responsibility that we're residents on this planet and that this planet is vulnerable and that our actions can increase the vulnerability of such an amazing, wondrous place and resource. We've developed a, a saying within our organisation that good things take time, but with time they get better. And I think that this is an opportunity to make things better and through collaboration and a collective responsibility, a, a huge opportunity to be able to do that. To find out more about the work of Nathan, you can go to rethinkfood.co.uk. If you want to find out more about Wonderspace, join the community or listen to previous episodes, the website is ourwonder.space. I want to thank Nathan for joining us on Wonderspace, and I hope you can join us again next week for more wonders and stories of hopefulness.